Dramatica analysis of Cyrano de Bergerac, recorded September 13th, 2022, led by Chris Huntley. Good evening. Tonight we're going to do a, an analysis of Cyrano de Bergerac, the 1950 version with uh, Jose Ferrer. And I will uh, share my screen so we can get started. All right. And here we go. Um, and let's uh, describe the overall story very briefly. Anybody want to? Don't have that many people here. So, you want to take a stab? Nick, you're here, aren't you? Have we heard your voice yet? <laughs> oh, yeah. Good timing on asking for my voice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I better remember that, Sandy. <laughs> oh, I, I expect you to. I expect you to. Next time I speak up earlier. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I, 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 I did go a little bit back and forth, but I, I think it was just really um, kind of to, to to keep Roxanne happy. It seems like what everyone is is doing or or and I wanted to first say woo what Roxanne is what everyone was involved in. Um, or anyone of some consequence. Uh, but the OS seemed to me very downplayed in this show, um, if it's not that. And so I went with uh, keeping Roxanne happy. Okay. Can you expand that a little bit to, um, um, uh, to include maybe. the environment or something? It's just a you know, yeah. Uh, where is it? When is it? What's happening in the world? Okay. Uh, yeah. Keeping a a courtly maiden romantic happy in mid sixteen hundreds France. Okay. Well, how how about so? What is going? What are so? Rather than focusing on Roxanne, I mean, I would, and since it's an overall uh, overall story through line, I'd probably just say a a beautiful maiden or whatever you want to call her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, maybe something like um, multiple suitors vie for the hand of a beautiful maiden during a time of war in. 1600s France or something? Yeah, that works. Okay. I mean, because it is a whole bunch of different people. It's not just uh, not just Cyrano and, and Christian. Mm -hmm. uh, multiple suitors. Uh, beautiful woman uh, the face that launched a thousand swords <laughs> <laughs> okay so multiple suitors vie for the hand of a beautiful woman in 1600s france during the time of war is that kind of you know, sets the the conflict and, you know, with all of the 
the different parties are all kind of involved in some regard to swordsmanship and participating in a war or not. Um, okay. And who do we have as our main character? Cyrano. I think it would be Cyrano. All right. I mean, the, the title of the film is a yeah. hint. <laughs> it needn't <laughs> be. There is a movie called Roxanne. Mm-hmm. Um, where Cyrano arguably is the main character in that movie yeah. but Roxanne is right right that's why I was saying that having it called Cyrano de Bergerac is a hint but it's not it's not necessarily guaranteed okay right. so Cyrano and who do we have as the influence character oh well I don't want to hog all the voice act parts well, so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right shout well, out Jim I, I would I would think it would be Roxanne. Um, I, I just seems like the the relationship we care about the most is between Cyrano and Roxanne. And um, um, uh, well, we have a we have a, a three way here, right? Yeah, Christian. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So you've got Cyrano, Roxanne, and Christian. Right. And where is the tug of war? Well. Good question. Where is the change character? Roxanne changes. Rox- Roxanne changes because she um, talks about how she was um, very vain or she, at, at the outset, yet she's grown to love Cyrano's soul or, or, or um, Christian's soul. So she's the one who uh, Cyrano seemed to remain steadfast, right? Whereas Roxanne, uh, the impact character maybe changed. So I think both Roxanne and Christian change. Right. I'm, because I'm sorry, Christian... Cyrano, Cyrano didn't change. Cyrano yeah. changed, remained steadfast, whereas the other two both changed. Yeah. The, um, the yeah. And, and I would, I mean, the fact that Roxanne, uh, at what point in the movie does Christian die? I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty. It's it's like at the third third act turn. So it's close to the end. It's a weird timing for it because it kind of, kind of, sort of, it kind of kills the drama toward the end. You know, because the end is basically the last long right. scene of him. You know, him. You know, getting set up and murdered, and um, uh, and then her finding out that he was. He was the one that she fell in love with, even though she never really, you know, knew it. Yeah. So the recognition of that, that that's the one that she was always in love with, but not really realizing it. Right. Um, but so, but Christian, he's the one who, you know, literally, you know, changes to the point where he says he, he takes his place. He takes Cyrano's place going out and scouting the enemy and of mm-hmm. course gets shot because right. of that and dies yeah um because he's just you know he's not as skilled as Cyrano is but he still kind of adopts the world view of Cyrano so in that yeah, sense absolutely so he, he has no, a he paradigm does. shift yeah he becomes more like yeah. him and so yeah um that that makes sense um uh I mean, is, I, I can't it be said that it then hands off to Roxanne at that point? It um, could. The, my only argument about against Roxanne is that 
she, she, I mean, it's really, I mean, it's, it's kind of a little cliche at the end. She doesn't sort of profess her love for, for Cyrano. She just sort of realizes, Oh, you're the one that I've always, that, that you rep, you're the one who's, represents that ideal right but doesn't really embrace him as i mean she cries for him she's sad they're best friends though and they've been friends forever right so it's just a, she, it's, so she does say she does say my love um and she does uh um she does say that that she's only loved one man but grieved twice right well she never really yeah, it's just. But I agree with you. It's it's not. A it's kind of like she's the pro she's <laughs> she's the proxy at the end for the just for the last act, but mm -hmm. it's it seems kind of forced because she doesn't earn it. You know, I mean, she's always wanted, she's always wanted that romantic person as her. You know. Her, that's always been the one that she's been in love with. And Christian looked the part, but he never was the part. I mean, from the very get-go. Um, and so I think that's why, you know, she she didn't change what she wanted or what she thought. She just realized, oh, it's in a, it's in a different person. You know, her ideal. Her ideal was there, but you know, as as Cyrano says, you know, pretty early on, it's like, you know, with you know, your looks and my brain, we could make one good lover, or whatever, whatever the phrase. That's that's paraphrasing. Um, so I'll put Roxanne in there. That's fine. I mean, we can we'll we'll see if it holds up later on. Um, and then, what about the relationship? What is the relationship between? Uh, Cyrano and Christian. Hmm. Hmm. Conspirators well, for love. Well, they're, fe they're what fellow soldiers. Um... Yeah, but I think in the subjective story, I think conspirators, you know, in love or for love is that's a pretty good act. I think that's a good description. Yeah. Because it doesn't make one more active than the other. It's it's a it is a partnership. <clears throat> Very nice, Nick, who didn't want to talk. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's uh, start answering some of these, uh, these story forming questions. For the main character dynamics, main character resolve, change or steadfast. This is regarding um, our main character, who is Cyrano de Bergerac. So, does is Cyrano a change or steadfast character, and why? How do we know? <coughs> well, he's loved her from the beginning. He loved her at the end, and he really didn't change his um attitude towards um he was both a lover and a fighter from the beginning to the end and and that that seemed to um you know remain the same who so be believed he was smarter than everybody else i mean mm -hmm. 
well, the one thing that was established in that opening scene with the duel and all that stuff is he he believed that his not right. you know not his his wordplay and his opinions are all you know superior right. to everybody else's right right he's a perfect person except for his nose right <laughs> if it weren't for that nose but so but from a main character perspective yes so but the, what does the nose represent for him the nose represents um i mean I, i'm i'm agreeing i'm just you know at the end he's still you know he's delirious and such yes but does he he's he still doesn't necessarily think he's worthy right hmm. right hmm. he re he reacts badly to attacks on his nose because he's very sensitive <laughs> to attacks on his nose for a number of reasons probably but uh um, and and that sensitivity is a, 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 there initially and the sensitivity is there at the end it actually arouses him to his his final fight against the skeleton of death and cowardice and uh and vanity um as his imagined foes right and i think that that's a that's an excellent description of sort of how he you know just is that 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 component it keeps him you know going and getting going through the entire story even you know sort of spitting in the face of death but it also keeps him in some ways away from his love um both when he is i mean he, he's near proximity but he doesn't he doesn't think he can get closer than that um so he he doesn't sort of come to accepting that as a you know getting past it so to speak so that's one of the reasons why he's not a chain character right. is there's this you know this issue that he's dealing with and he's he's pretty much stays the course on that the whole time yes and then and we, we talked about you know how christian he pretty much you know um realizes that or, you know he changes in that in that he um was someone who basically was just looking you know he he really liked um liked her he was a pretty love. boy yeah, and and he liked pretty girls. Yeah, you know, it's kind of like he's very superficial, right? And uh, beach blanket and, bingo. Pardon? Beach blanket bingo. He could have been. He could have been in one of those movies. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! Right. But then he he under you know he changes and he under he comes to appreciate the gravitas and the the you know true feelings and the importance of those and 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 puts. You know her interests above his own, which is where you have Cyrano all the time is putting his own interests above above. You know um, her. I mean, her interests above his own. Right. Um, so he adopts that same position. Um, okay, so that's good. That just sort of just confirms what we were talking about. All right, main character approach. A doer or a beer? This is Cyrano. Doer, I would say. The whole the whole first um, scene, the first act was nothing but doing. <laughs> doing this, sword fighting the whole time. And he took action. Um, he, he just, he was, the, he was the guy with the plan. He just, we're going to do this. We're going to, I'm going to, I'm going to talk for you. I'm going to write for you. And 
um, he visited her after um, Christian was was killed. Um, he didn't seem to want to um, adjust to his environment. He just wanted um, he just wanted to. to I mean, he he did. I have to say though, he did. Uh, he did accept that his that he was not attractive to women. So maybe in that sense, um, he did. He was a beer. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm confusing approach with growth. Um, well, anyway. and we also have to figure out what the story driver is because that that comes in. Anybody else have any? Uh, I mean, that's, that was well discussed. Any, anybody else have thoughts? So um, just as a point of clarification, because I remember you saying something about this, but I don't remember 100% well, and it would be good to refresh my recollection. Um, when we're looking at Dewar Beer, we should exclude his role as a protagonist, yes. if he is such a protagonist, but we should also exclude what his job is, because his job may require him to do things. But he did react quickly to insult rather than accepting it and saying, well, okay, I'll just, you know, I'll be like Rick and uh, Rick in, in Casablanca, Rick Blaine, whatever. the way he reacted to an insult was to just blow it off, I think, whereas this guy just pulled out his sword and wanted to kill. So I don't know. Did he really, though? Well, the first thing he does is try to, you know, you know, talk him down. I mean, he... He engages in talking first, right. but I I kind of interpreted that as a doing uh, thing. You know, because talking was attacking. It's, it's, right? it's, it's not. He's not like yeah. he's not internalizing. He's just he's just uh, you know uh, um, he's just attacking back verbally right. first before right. he attacks with the sword. And in, in right. certain cases, at least, right. So I would say that there, there are at least two instances, and, and Susan pointed out the first one, um, and, and there might be others. I, I lean towards Dewar because of where it puts other things. Um, but uh, uh, it, with, the, with, with the actor on the stage, um, he did seem to uh, come at the actor and, and, mm -hmm. and want to close down the play. Um, mm -hmm. And that's changing the environment. Uh, and then at the end, we see him respond to the taunting about his nose, um, and and that sets the stage for his being run over by the horses. But it's still he goes after the guy um, to and and he's not absorbing the taunting, um, and and so those two instances indicate to me personal approach of doer. Okay. Anybody else? Have, does that sound good to everybody? Yes. Yeah, that's where I am. Jim, are you good with that? Um, I'm fine. Yeah, I just this one was actually really. Usually, I come to it with like, oh, I think I know exactly what it is. This one was, um, was really fun, but I I have no idea what the story point is. <laughs> I'm, so I, so I'm listening, and I'll, I'll throw in ideas if I if I think of something, but I don't. Okay. There, there, there is a very Shakespearean flavor to this, of course, because it, the original play was written in the 19th century. Um, but, um, but yeah, so given that, you know, um, history, it, it's, um, it, it's a little more, it's a little less straightforward for us to, to pick apart, I think. 
Well, I think one of the things where, where you see that's a personal moment where it looks more like doing is the is where his personal choice is when they're in the shadows beneath the um, the balcony and he's feeding lines and Christian is really just not, you know, it's just not working well. Um, he then just basically, it's like, okay, you move aside, I'll just do this. Right, he stepped in, right. Right, so he kind of steps in and he... Yep. It, it, he, you know, now the question is, is he in that point playing a role? Is he taking over the role, right. you know, of. Uh, well, Christian? but that, that that would beg the question of is that is he playing main character role or protagonist role? Well, I would think that this is probably not protagonist. Because I don't think the overall story is necessary. The scene with Christian, it, it seems to be more subjective story than it does objective story. Because it doesn't involve any of the other suitors. Okay. You know, when you're dealing with the other suitors, then it's pretty clear what role he's, he's in. But when it's really got this sort of love triangle, you know, it's unclear. So I think the reason I brought that up is that I too, it's not clear if every time we say, oh, he's a doer. And I think about what he, the first thing he does, his preference is to not do anything about it, but to essentially put on a behavior that will cause the action. So he doesn't run up there and stab the, the actor. He basically is, you know, he's putting on these airs of trying to, of, and threats, but not doing anything threatening. So mm -hmm. that, and, it, and it's sufficient that it actually works, right? By the time he claps to three, you know, it's basically because his persona is so big that the guy's just frightened off the stage. But again, I could, I could see it go either way, yes. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what I was going to say. But then I'm is that him doing that as the protagonist or is that him doing that as a main character? And it's not clear. It's not clear because he does, it, he does it in all instances, pretty much. Right. Yeah, Because he does a lot of sword fighting, which really doesn't have much to do with the rest of the story, except it's just about him. Every time he's sword fighting, there's probably what, 30 minutes of him just fighting with the sword. Here's a here's a thought. I'm sorry. Here's a thought. Since one man served as the body and the other man served as the soul, maybe they it was like a double protagonist in one because they did there was a lot of reference to like, well, this guy died twice and they have to mourn this guy twice. And so I, I don't know, could there be like um just like uh what like the the both uh Christian and Cyrano serve as one protagonist since they were like two halves of he no I don't think so because he's clearly the one who's moving the story forward he's the one who is right okay charged with um yeah. basically protecting Christian right okay and protecting and also protecting the uh, you know and you know he's he's supposed to be satisfying uh -huh. uh, Roxanne so he's the one who's writing all these letters and all this stuff 
So he's doing, and, and it goes out every day, essentially to deliver the post and to get you right. know, intel. Yeah, so he's, I he's see definitely the one who seems uh, to be the right. And, and, and Christian does die, so and then that leaves him alone to carry. Well, you the, could, you the could have it pass. I mean, a protagonist yeah. role can can pass to another character. Can you know can handle? Oh, okay, okay. But okay. but um, it seems to be pretty consistent that he does seem to be the pursuit character, the one who's really sort of proactive and pursue. Um, so I'm just going to leave that one alone because I just think it'll make more sense if we have it in context of the other right. domains. So I just don't want to lock us in and so we're not really considering everything. Okay, how about um, problem solving style? Uh, is he a linear thinker? Oh, let me change the language here. Because I've got the older language okay so is he a uh, linear thinker or holistic thinker and how to and please give mm. some examples well he does adjust to his environment i mean he he since he can't pursue roxanne directly he uh he, he figures out a way that he can um be with roxanne without actually um yeah, having to overcome his obstacles, which is holistic. But I don't. Okay. Um, yeah. Anybody? Have? Well, okay. So, okay. So Roxanne falls in love with a guy she's never even talked to, right? And yeah. but he, um, Cyrano agrees to you know, uh, uh, befriend the guy and well, back, uh, up, back up a step. Okay. He's, he is in love with Roxanne. Right. Cyrano is in love with Roxanne before R Roxanne. I mean, he's been in love with her forever. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. So then she, she sees somebody who she thinks is her soulmate. And, and uh, you know, who's only been there, what a week. And she's mm -hmm. only seen him from afar but she's smitten with him. Um, and then she asks him to sort of look out for him, right? Right. And then uh, he, the first contact he has with them is after, he, after he's been told, after Christian's been told that in order to sort of fit in, he's got to, you know, not, not bona fides as a courageous yeah. man. Yes, exactly. Thank you. Excellent. Um, and so what he does is he starts making fun of Cyrano. And Cyrano's first reaction is to come after him until he finds out who he is. I mean, and and I mean, he actually sort of ignores him and ignores him, and then he then he finally starts to go after him, and then he finds out who he is, and it's like, okay. Well, let's. Uh, I can't. I can't. I can't do this. So, let's uh, let's make friends instead of uh, you know um, enemies. Can't kill them. <laughs> <laughs> can't live with them. Can't kill them. Yeah. Right. Um. And what's interesting is is that you know it's kind of like he's got to make sure that Christian that that. Roxanne gets what she wants. And and he can tell right away that 
Christian's not gonna make it. You know, he just he, he won't talk to her. He's very he's afraid. He, he knows he can't write. He can't do anything like that. And so it's like, okay, so how are we gonna do this? All right, I know. I'll 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 feed you the lines. You know. I'll, so it's kind of like, okay, here's a problem. Here's a solution. Here's a problem. Here's a solution. Okay. Um, it seems more of a linear kind of thing. It's just a really weird, you know, problem to have. Um, hmm. And thoughts. On this one, uh, I let the machine. On this one, I let the machine pick it. All right, <laughs> all right. Well, let's leave it alone then. Okay. Okay. I'm fine with that. I mean, that's a, that. Rather than spend a lot of time on the ones that we don't really, not really sure about, just let them. You know, let other things choose. All right. Story driver, action or decision? Um, do actions drive decisions, or do decisions drive actions? Give some examples. Hmm. Well, from the beginning, um, Cyrano decides to attack the man um, because he didn't like the play. And uh, he decides to help Christiana rather than kill him. And um, uh, Well, I, I, and it, but it does kind of see, seem that Roxanne's decisions are, are, are kind of things that drive the plot. Right. Yeah. She just, you know, she decides she loves the man she wants and she then, you know, right. asks him to protect him. And he decides, okay, I'll, I'll do it for her. But then we do. Really. But then again, there are some um, action uh, because they they were forced to go to war. They weren't. They didn't get to decide that after Roxanne and Christian were married. Uh, the commanding officer ordered them to war. To no, they'd already, that had already happened. Remember, they already that that information. But, but, Oh, okay, but but still, it was still not a decision. It was it was like they didn't get to decide that, right? Or the were they for? But they did decide to join the army. So I don't know. It, well, we didn't we didn't see the joining of the army. I mean, that's right. It's, it's, oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. That's it appears true. that that was there. All everybody was sort of part yeah. of it. Most most everything was decision based. I think rather than action. Ultimately, what you know, it's certainly one of the big decision changes is when um christian says you go to her tell her right you know and then and then he take and he runs off and gets himself killed you know that that would not have happened had he not made that decision right and um i mean that's one big one uh another one is uh when um Cerno decides to help Christian. Mm -hmm. I mean, because that changes pretty much all of the actions that happen after that. Right. Because if he just said, oh, this guy is a, he's a, nim, you know, a, a dimwit, I'm just going <laughs> to let him shoot himself in the foot. That'll be the end of that one and everything will just be fine. But he right. doesn't. You know, he right. decides, okay. You know, you can see him when he says, in fact, oh yeah. Um, well, how about this? Let me let me let me put the words in your mouth or whatever he said. Right. Um, you know, that's a huge shift in how things move forward, right? Yes. Sorry. Yes. So, and so, so no, also. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead, Susan. 
Uh, Cyrano also decides to taunt the powers that be, which got him run over by the carriage in the end. So that was another decision that he he could have he didn't have to um, be so um, satirical or he, he decided to um, to taunt the the upper crust, so to speak. And but and you could or you could also well, except he did, he taunts them the whole time. Remember, he's writing those right. articles in the magazine. Right. Um, That's a decision. Right. But the thing is, is that I think if you want to say anything would be a closing is, you know, um, is Roxanne's sort of decision or choice to right. um, tell him she, you know, that she loves him, mm -hmm. you know, that they you know, basically make that kind of a, a choice mm -hmm. um, seems to be the thing that that allows him to sort of die, you know. Yes. It's can't say he's a happy man. I don't know, but it's it it comes a lot too late. <laughs> yeah. Either way, it, it, yeah, it does. It does seem to. Uh, um, it does seem to. Be, oh, what's going on there? Did that just die. Hmm. Um. Okay. It doesn't matter. Anybody have a, a an argument for action, or are they okay with decision? Well, so um, I, I think that that the, the the deployment to the front was an action. There was no decision there, nor was it uh, set that they were already on the way to the front. That comes um, as something that moves the story forward. The appearance of the monk um, moves the story forward. Uh, the in and the action of reading the letter that. De Guiche, Count de Guiche is is coming to marry, um, forces the decision to go ahead and lie to the monk and use him to marry Christian. Um, right. And but for that letter arriving and the monk being there, that marriage wouldn't have happened, um, which would have uh, stopped the story there. Um, at the end, I am not sure that the profession, her quote unquote decision to say that she loves him. Um, or because it's one, it's more of a realization than a deliberation. Yeah, that's um, true. But the action of his, his still, his panache, his plume, um, he is going to go down fighting. And even if he has to be delirious, that is what allows allows the ending. He he is he is vanquishing cowardice. Um, vanity is still coming at him, um, but he's a fighting man, um, and and that to me seems and, and and it's in accord with his being an independent man um even if he has to be delirious for it and and we see the counterpoint to that when de guiche says uh, count de guiche says when he visits roxanne at the monastery you know uh and i'm paraphrasing here but the price for my success is all those little disgusting things that i have um and and the little decisions that i've had to make um that made me that while made me successful um, are really a capitulation to the system, to the man, to not being virtuous. Um, and and so that fight at the end, um, I think is is what closes out the story. And that's an action where he's fighting against his imagined enemies. So what do you what do you see as the opening, uh, the inciting event? Um, the inciting event is, it, I, I saw as as the uh, as a calling out of the actor, 
um, because if it had not been for that, the actor would not have gone to his friends, his his friends with swords on the side of the stage, to then to then ask for their assistance. And we see that back and forth a couple of times. Um, but it 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 is um, there is no deliberation at that point on on the part of. Uh, um, our, our main character slash protagonist, uh, <laughs> Cyrano, um, he is uh, uh, he is taking that action of closing down the play, and and he is successful in closing down that play, and getting that actor off the stage. Okay. That that is an action, had, but, it, it, but is is that an action that sets the actually sets the plot into? motion or is that just an action that helps define the character um, um well so so at that point it sets up the the next action and decision which is meeting the the meeting with roxanne at rugano's the bakery um because cyrano's friend or captain says you know roxanne was looking pretty worried for you there um and 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 Cyrano feels that, oh, really? Maybe I got a shot or whatever. And 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 then Roxanne's had maiden comes to the to the door and says, Roxanne would like to talk to you about certain things. And then he has to decide to go ahead and go forward with that. I like so, that. Where's the transition? Where's the that first act break? Um that you that happens sometime in that conversation with Roxanne. I mean, I mean, she finds she tells him he finds out that she's not in love with him. She's in love with the other guy, and then okay. he has to decide whether or not to keep reveal her. that the real reveal that she's seen someone that she's enamored mm -hmm. of. Okay. I was, yeah, I was also going to say too the guy that you know he goes out on the battlefield for him. It's not like he decides and then. He's killed. That's the forced action. It's him going out there to take his place, is what then. That's that, that him getting killed is the the, the turning point. Like, no, okay. Right. I I'm I'm sold. I'm I'm good with that. All right. So story limit, time lock, or option lock. And oh, an example. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yes, Jim. It's an option lock. And there, there are only so many ways. Uh, what's his name can hide behind other people before it's finally revealed that he's the one. Cerno. Yeah, that was uh, you know, behind everything, behind people, okay. behind letters, behind everything. Mm -hmm. That sounds good to me. Everybody good with that? Yep. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty pretty much what I, I suppose. Thinking. If I wanted to get myself in trouble, I'd say there's only so many ways to make Roxanne happy, but I won't say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Glad you didn't say that, Nick. <laughs> okay. How about uh, outcome, success or failure? Failure. And why? Uh, because he was in love with a woman, and 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 that love was never consummated. So he died. Um, I don't know. I don't know. She did profess her love for him, didn't she? It's hard to say. Um, Oh gosh! I well, guess no. okay. Yeah. Don't Do second you... guess yourself. 
Well, okay, I'm going to say uh, failure because, um, in, in you know, I guess in an optimal relationship, they would have been married and had children. So, um, by, by um, uh, romantic standards, I'll say uh, I'll go failure. Although um, there was let's a, a let's, let's stop dump. Yep. Yeah, yeah. You know, okay, okay, okay. Second guess yourself. All right. Okay. Um, anybody else? Uh, everybody good with that? Yeah, it was a close call for me, but that seemed to match the tenor of yeah. the ending. Well, um, yeah, I mean, uh, true. I and, and well, what, um, what would success I, look like if this was a success story? What would success look like? Would it look like this? No. Yeah. No. No, they would get, they basically, she'd find out and then they would be live happily. Right, right, exactly. Now, wait a minute. Are they first cousins or second cousins? Doesn't matter. They're not going to be. Did they dodge a bullet? They're they're kissing cousins. (laughs) (laughs) They're they're cousins, but they're not. He does say distant cousins. But it's also the 1600s, so I don't think that made any difference. (laughs) Yes. Can I ask yeah. a question? Is this where the Roxanne movie differs? Is in the outcome and judgment? Um, no. Once we're done with the outcome and judgment, then I, well, then I'll talk about that because okay. that, there's a. I don't remember what happened, but I, I feel like it's a different. It is a different story form, okay. but I'll, I'll 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 after we do these two, then I'll I'll talk about that. Um, okay, so I think yes, I think it is failure, and then the question is. Judgment, good or bad? And why? It, it has to be good, right? Because he he did the right thing and stood to his... Uh, I don't know. I think it's good. And, and because at the end, um, he although he has to be delirious to get rid of his angst... Um, <laughs> He he fights. He's fighting it off. But he says, I will go before God unstained with my white plume. Um, And and what he considers his virtue is intact. Um, He is honorable. Um, He is his independent man. And and despite all the attacks on him in various ways, he prevailed. I I totally agree. But it's a tragedy, right? And everybody's sad and crying at the end. <laughs> it sure does feel like a tragedy. Yeah. yeah. Like, I totally agree with everything Nick said. That's why I was thinking good. But then when I started to say it, I was like, oh, but it's a tragedy. Like, Well, not a per- it's not a personal. Does it feel like a personal triumph at all? No. It does to me. Yeah. Okay. I mean. And, and, I, and I think we're set up for it being a personal triumph. I, I think it's supposed to. I think it's supposed to be a personal triumph, meaning here's this guy. He's finally rewarded. Okay, it's at the very end of his life. He's already basically, you know, one foot in the grave, the other on a banana peel. And but he, but but he gets to hear that his true love has always loved him. You know, and and there's a realization that it really was him. You know, and right. Granted, it was too late, but right. it's kind of like the, see, it was good that you hung on long enough to hear that because you otherwise might not ever have gotten that satisfaction. Yeah. 
I mean, again, the, 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 the failure magnitude of the failure is pretty significant compared to the really little bit of good that's going around. She yeah. certainly isn't in a good place. Um, but he seems to be in a, in a much better frame of mind. So I would say it's like a smidgen of good. <laughs> okay. You know, so it's it's not a full-on tragedy where everybody's miserable, but it is also not a, you know, hey, I'm in a good, great, it's not a rocky ending, you know, <laughs> which which feels like it's actually a triumph, but it's not because he actually didn't win. So, you know, you can have that sort of the rheostat. Um, so I think it probably is a, it is good for that, for the reason that Nick pointed out. But I agree. It's like, you know, it's like a blip kind of good, not a happy ending kind right. of good. Right. All right. So what I was going to say about the, about a big difference, and this is probably going to be in the, main character approach, driver combo thing. Mm -hmm. um, in Cyrano de Bergerac, Cyrano is actually the one who comes up with the idea to help Christian, right? It's like, yeah. so, so it's kind of like, okay that he, it's a failure because He's kind of the one who let this thing go on as opposed to dying a natural death. So it's a little bit of, you know, it's like, well, you know, you kind of set this up and you, you kind of made this worse for yourself. So that it, it, there is a kind of a, but it also got the payoff at the end, but it's like at the end. In Roxanne, Chris, the Christian character, which is, has a different name, Christian character actually asks Cyrano to do it for him. And Cyrano says, yes. So the dynamic is really different. So rather than him suggesting it and, you know, sort of like being stuck with his own, the scenario he already set up, this one he kind of buys into, but it's not really by, not of his own making. And so the ending, even though it's kind of the same ending, it just doesn't feel right because it's like, well, you know, you were actually helping it in an altruistic way, not in a sort of a self-interested way, you know, because he was really trying to sort of still be romantic to, to Roxanne, even though they had, he had this proxy person in between them. Right. So that's there's this that's what's a really weird feeling at the end of Roxanne because of that that specific dynamic where he's the one who's not he's the one who's asked instead of suggesting. Um, so if you do see Roxanne again, watch that and it'll be it's an it, it has an interesting it plays with the tensions differently um, because of that. And it's sort of like you know which comes first you know, the and if you reverse the order of them, suddenly it, you know, it's like almost like the difference between a stop and a start story. It's like kind of like that kind of a feel difference, you know, which which way is it going? Mm -hmm. um, and so just the, just that that's kind of the big thing that's different, that, that is a major difference. Um, 
kind of like the what the mistake they made in Scrooged versus Christmas Carol, where they, you know, they kept, sort of kept the same story form, but they made they made all the arguments a stop character, but he's really a start character. You know, he's a miser and holding back, not someone who's just you know an abuser. Right. And in, in in Scrooge, Scrooge is a, an abuser. He abuses his assistant, and you know, so it's kind of like. But the arguments that are all being made to him are all the same ones from the original. So it's like, what? This doesn't make any sense. Yeah, so mm-hmm. just just uh, you have to be really careful if you're going to translate a story. Make sure you, if you're going to make changes, that you make all of the changes that go with those changes, not just try to tweak one thing. All right, so let's go to the theme browser. I think I have to bow out. Um, yeah, <laughs> sorry. Fine. I definitely wanted to get through yeah. the the you know the outcome and judgment. That I I I was really curious how that was going to play out, but um, I I do have to deal with things. So um, okay, well, thank you, Sandy. I'm really thank you, glad Sandy. you were able to join us thank for as long as you did. All right. And and uh, and thanks for your 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 explanations on the on the software updates. Um, yes. And um, Susan, you know, um, email me anytime. Okay. Thank you. you. Thank you very okay. much. All righty. Been delightful. Uh, okay. Yeah. It's nice to meet you. So. Um, all right. Thank you. See ya. Bye. Bye. All right. So now we need to come up with the domains. And does anybody want to take a shot at any one of the domains? Um, uh, well, activity for overall, maybe. Okay. And fixed attitude, huh? Or fixed attitude. No, not for overall. Oh, gosh. This is so hard, isn't it? <laughs> well, it's kind of yes, like, it is. <laughs> it's, it's easiest if you, if you have an opinion about one of them. Start, yeah. Start with that one and then you can sort of jimmy it around to see if the other ones fit in. Well, so when I know. was watching the movie, I was I was thinking, you know, I was noticing that everything was doing. There were everything was everybody was doing so many things, sword fighting and 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 um playing roles and uh but it was just all about activity. There um uh, and not, yeah, yeah. I think every all the care for the overall, uh, maybe maybe activity because they weren't stuck in a situation, and not everyone was manipulating, and not everyone had a fixed attitude, but everybody was doing something. So I'll go overall yeah, with that. What, what kind of examples would you say that that uh, in the overall story that everybody was doing? Well, um, there were kind of activities were they engaged in. Well, yeah, they were uh, sword fighting and and fighting wars, f- sword fighting amongst one another, and and fighting wars and um, uh, trying to uh, to get the girl and um, uh, protecting bakers, uh, pastry chefs, and um, oh, I uh, just the uh, fooling people, uh, fooling aristocrats. Uh, everybody, I don't know, it just seemed like everybody was, and then aristocrats were plotting against Cyrano. Um, so there just seemed to be a lot of, 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 of doing. Okay, well, now the plotting, 
would probably generally be over in the developing a plan, um, just as a, an FYI. It doesn't have to be. It depends if it's a physical, if it's an external activity, uh -huh. then that would be in in, uh, in the activity domain. The if it's more of a planning kind of a thing, like you know, oh, okay, that okay. would be over in in uh, the, the psychology or manipulation. Right, uh, right, right. right. So oh, yeah, I see, yeah. I see what you're saying. Right, exactly. So, right. so I just wanted to. Just this is great. I'm learning so yeah. much. <laughs> it's like, geez, those two things apart. Yeah, right. Okay. So, okay. Well, all right. So, um, um, so maybe, maybe it is manipulation because there is, uh, if, if it's scheming, everybody, yeah, because Cyrano wanted the play to go his way, and the, the and then the, um, the, then the aristocrats wanted Cyrano to do what they wanted him to do. And Cyrano was uh, writing uh, satirical articles about the the uh, aristocrats. Aristocrats. I'm sorry. Around well, things, things like writing articles. That's yeah. kind of a physical activity, you know. Okay. Um, oh, so, okay, okay. Well, I'll so, just be quiet and let you guys. No, that's okay. No, I mean, the, yeah. the, I just literally have to think of, you know, how do you go about that. That, yeah, um, I'm just confused at this point, so I'll just be quiet okay. and let let you straighten me out. Okay, Susan. Yeah. Um, Nick or Jim? Well, so it it uh, the way that I approached it was first of all, I looked to my main character and said, "Is there something unique about him?" Um, and immediately I knew the nose. Um, <laughs> And that does seem to be problematic for him throughout the whole show, um, and which would put him in situation and kind of answers the question, what does what would it feel like to have a nose this long? Um, and and the other alternative that I had for the main character was um, having a fixed attitude. Um, and and when I, when I played, them one against the other because when you you know that the alternative is the the diagonal plays in the IC the uh, influence character. Um, I didn't see Christian and or Roxanne as being um, in 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 a situation really. I saw, but I did see them having fixed attitudes. Um, she definitely had a fixed attitude about what she thought the perfect love was going to be um, and what she required of the first uh, perfect love, a bias that way. Um, and, and, and Christian himself, uh, uh, up until the time that he changes, he seems to have a fixed attitude. He barely lets uh, 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 Cyrano help him in the garden. He, he actually was not going to let Cyrano help him at all because by government, he knew what he was going to do and he he knew she would embrace him, blah, blah. Um, and and that didn't turn out so well. Um, so that that's where I pegged those two. Um, situation for the main character because of his unique status of having a physical tag. Um, <laughs> yeah, that makes yeah. <laughs> of a large nose. <laughs> and then and then the uh the bias and and or the fixed attitudes of courtly love or manly love um, yeah. in in the influence character and and then after that uh, 
it became a I, I liked I liked the RS being the manipulations because I saw that as being or playing of roles um, between the threesome, um, which left activity for overall story. And that's how I arrived at it. <laughs> um, that sounds that's pretty good. Uh, yeah, yeah. Jim, yes. All right, now I have a really strong idea. Because <laughs> what, obviously when I was watching it too, same thing, he's got the big nose, so it has to be universe, right? But he really doesn't have issues with that. He's Everybody else might say something about it, but it's not a problem to him. And that, so then I, I wouldn't, and then plus the other things don't really quite line up. The problem with the objective story and activity, it's really not the things that people are doing as opposed to the fact that it's all their attitudes. So that compounded with the fact that this is based on a play and it has the feel of the objective story where it's the attitudes and the mindsets about love and i really like nick's thing about like that that unrequited or that love that's supposed to be there would have been the success if it would have resolved correctly but that he is in uh activity and specifically the doing because it's the stuff that he writes like if you would just shut up and not be such a pain in the butt and write all this stuff that causes problems for everybody then he wouldn't have been killed and people would have left him alone but it's because of all the stuff that he's doing that is you know those really virtuous things that he's doing is what is his personal issue but also his source of strength so then it's the other like the courtly sort of way of thinking like hey these are all the things i have to do to be successful and you know what's his face christian pretending to be him and playing along with everything he eventually grows out of that to where he's willing to go onto the battlefield just like uh, Serenary would, right? So he grows out of that being or playing a role into the doing. And then I, I really like the relationship story because what brings them together is the fact that, one, they're both in love with the same person, but one is attractive and one is not. One is in the place that the other one wants to be in, and they kind of like switch places and they grow through that fact that, the, the area of concern in their relationship where the growth comes from is their their physical differences and their station and who's in charge of what and that he actually you know they both grow through that and i i would definitely put it in the upper right too because to me that's the upper right or the upper left the upper right so like doing how things are changing oh 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 oh, oh. you mean of the concerns okay impulsive responses i really like that because impulsive responses is that whole first 20 minutes where it's like how dare you say that and oh my god i can't do this and then, you know, let's fight and do all these things um the doing is all the stuff that he's actually doing you know, like writing the play all the sword fighting that's what i was saying like that's very personal just to him uh playing a role with christian and then maybe there's a little bit of a handoff with the the little guy that's like all the things i have to do uh, showing like people who are who are comfortable lying and pretending to be something they're not and not being that virtuous person that Cyrano is. And then the progress is, you know, who's getting closer to um, uh, Roxanne and who's actually like, it's, it's almost like they're both growing into a different place. And, and then that would be my, that to me feels really strong. So then I see his main character stuff is all the stuff that he's doing. But then him as protagonist is to really irk everybody 
right? Like to get that impulsive response out of people where he's just got his feet up there. And so that's, it, it looks like him being, but it's him being as a protagonist in a fixed attitude through line. Yeah, I mean, I certainly understand what you're saying about being a play, you know, coming from a play and that that being very consistent with a lot of... It just uh, feels like it, right? Because it's like, it feels like that place where what's being explored are people's attitudes. Um, right, the haughty attitudes, the, you know, right. the superior, you know, one being superior over the other and... And, and, it, and it's unrequited love. So the failure is that it doesn't they don't get to be together that situation does not that's the the consequence right oh not, um, it's not quite unrequited love but okay not, it's not well, if you, cons if you, consummated love <laughs> yeah i was gonna say if you think stooping is the uh the, the i prize. do <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think that's very important <laughs> well that's certainly it's, it certainly seemed to be what uh um Christian, Christian thought, uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that, that seemed to be what he considered the success. Um, so I, I, I understand a lot of what Jim is saying, but I still think that it, it, the intent of the author was that the nose is Cyrano's problem, and a lot of his reactions out of it and throughout um, his responses, his impulses, responses are because of his nose. Um, and, and, uh, uh, that seems to be what is, I'm, I'm sorry, Jim, what did you say where, where, where the main character ended up? Oh, in doing, cause it's like all the doing. writing. Okay. And, and so, um, the, the, I, I don't, I don't, so the Gazette he does seem to be uniquely the only one we see writing the Gazette, but we do see lots of talk about other people writing plays and performing plays, and and we do see lots of other sword play. Um, Remember, we're looking on. for we're looking for the source of conflict. So it's yeah. not just not busy work, but you really, if you want to try to hone in on the story form, it's like where is conflict growing out of? Um, that's that's really important to to. Um, keep that in mind because so in Jim's uh, story form with the main character in activity, it would be Cyrano's activities are the things that are causing personal problems for him. So it's, it's literally the things he's doing that, that create trouble for him. And if we see him in uh, in Nick, in your area, then it, we're looking at it that the problems grow out of, um, I'm not sure if you thought it was how things are changing. I thought you did, but I wasn't sure. Um, but, you know, it's it, that his nose actually causes him, causes a personal problem. And if you, the, the, the area and the discrepancy between the two, because I like both of them, but the area of discrepancy I see is that the nose thing is such a big deal. I mean, it is at every moment of Cyrano's, Cyrano having conflict, it, it is nose related. I mean, 
every single time. Hmm. It's not like it, it's not like he has a problem with it. It's that it causes problems for him. You know, others not having a problem with it. Um, because I don't see, you know, the one thing I don't see necessarily, I don't think impulsive responses is quite the, I'm not, I don't necessarily like impulsive responses as the overall story concern because um, well, okay, I can see that. If you're just thinking of the protagonist as here is the one, here's the guy who's He's, an, he's creating more irritation, but I don't generally think of that as a protagonist's job. That's usually the antagonist. But that, but it's specifically he's going against the system, right? Like he's the one that's standing up for what's right, and he's putting out everything. He's always trying to make stuff happen, right? And that's like the the whole opening scene in that play. It's like, why is he doing all that stuff? <laughs> Right, but he tells us it's because this little twerp on the actor is looking at Roxanne in a in an unhappy way or in, in, in a predatory way. Yeah. So he's he's like he's jealous. Yeah, and his impulsive yeah, jealousy. So that's like that's fixed attitude. That's mind domain stuff. Right, that's subconscious, right. Yeah, and it's it's all about like but, but that's that's the OS. Yeah. Right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and, and that's what I'm saying. Like, it's hard to see between him as protagonist and him as main character. Um, it is. It is. Yeah, yeah. I thought. But, that but if you look hard. at the, the failure, if the, you know, like, what would the success? But you know, like the the failure of progress. You know, whatever sort of stuff is going on in French Revolutionary time, or I don't even know what time that was. Like a Franco-Spanish Wars. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Does that really help? <laughs> sure. Well, I guess in that case, well, like, okay, well, hold on one sec. So if the overall story was an activity. No, um, no uh, objective story, um, fixed attitude. No, 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 I know. I'm just thinking that oh, okay. Nick, Nick's was uh, talking about it being an activity, correct? Right. right. Um, and which, which concern were you thinking of, Nick? Yeah. Um, so I came to the story late in in preparing. <laughs> well, what do you think? I don't, it doesn't yeah, matter if you. Yeah, no, and, and, and 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 so really, it, it seemed to me that in in uh, an overall story of activity, it did seem that there were problematic, um, either problematic doings or problematic obtainings, gainings or losings, um, and and. Uh, um, But in in so so okay let's let's look yeah. at um, if it was obtaining if it was doing how would success be what what would need to be done for it to be a success story? I mean, if you don't think of anything, that's fine. We have another choice. I'm just trying to think. Is if it's if that's going to be the concern, it means it's the story goal. How do you what do you see as being you know what needs to be done? to um, have the overall story and its success. Keeping Roxanne happy. 
but yeah. she is happy more or less. I mean, you know, the whole last act, she's was she in a convent or something? But right, yeah, she's in mourning in the convent for twenty years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If, if it seems like if it's activity that would the um, a happy outcome would be um, marrying Roxanne, right? I mean, wouldn't that be? Um, be uh, and I think that would be obtaining. That would be more of an obtaining because marrying is sort of like. Oh, uh, that's true. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. getting married. Right. Um, well, she's already married, but but um, yeah. it it doesn't seem like that that's even required. I mean, it would be closer to either a learning or an understanding kind of thing. If she learned, learned the true love was mm -hmm. that, but that's not, again, love is more abstract. Um, right. That would kind of sort of be in there so that if she didn't learn who did it, but she did learn who did it, but doesn't, didn't really end in success or she did understand, but that didn't end success. That's yeah, why I'm like, yeah. Because. <laughs> go, go ahead. If, if pre-conscious is the goal, then keeping her happy is him keeping his, holding all of it in, right? Like he's, you got all this love for her, but he's got to keep it all in as long as he can because he loves her. That's the pre-conscious stuff. And he almost is able to do it, but then she puts all the pieces together, even though he's still like, no, no, it's not me. It's not me. No, no, no. And then their relationship changes and progresses, but it's like too late. Right. Failure. Yeah, it's because it 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 feels it feels better at the concern level um, in the way that Jim is talking about it than the domain level. It's a little little too abstract, but at the concern level, it works better for me. Whereas Nick, the you know the concern level doesn't quite work for me, particularly in the overall story, because none of those seem to be a, a clear goal. And here's uh, the thing. If if he didn't have the nose problem, he would still be doing what it is that he's doing, writing all the papers, doing all this stuff. That's not what the story's about. No, oh, yeah, that's a good point. Right. He did and and it literally doesn't cause him any problem except for the fact that people like to make fun of it. But then he makes fun of it. So he turns it from a physical problem into a sort of a mental problem. Right. You know, and you see and you see him, you do all the wordplay and such, and it completely befuddles the person that he's uh you know who attacked him verbally yeah um i mean there is you know sword play but that's just sort of that's what so the, the most emotional moment really seems to me to come or seems to say uh, when he says even his own mother wouldn't look at him because of his nose um and and when he didn't have a sister and that um, even when he had one girlfriend, he always felt that she was smirking at his nose. Right. But that's, those are all problems that are internal. They're all, you know, like subconscious, you know, innermost desires kind of problems or, you know, contemplation that those are all things that are internal emotional responses, as opposed to, you know, sort of, physical external responses you know it it it's the um turning away you know ignoring that kind of stuff that's all very as opposed to locking him up or shunning him 
or all, which would be sort of the physical ways of excommunicating him. They do it all emotionally. Um, but that's, that's, but the thing is, that's not, but he's, that's almost making the main character. Right now, the two options we have for the main character are in either situation or activity, right? For the main right. character domains, the two choices. Right. Mm -hmm. And I mean, and I think an understanding or, or a learning kind of problem might be more descriptive because they're more borderline internal, whereas I don't think the yeah, you can see the past. Because, like, if his nose gets better, he doesn't, if, he'll still have a problem. Right. right. So, but if he stops writing papers and he stops mouthing off, he has no more issues. No, that's not true. He'll have issues. He still won't have, be able to be attractive to women. If he didn't have, if he didn't have a, if his nose, if he had a nose job. Yeah, that's not going to change anything. Not that's that's not what the the story explores. It's exploring the stuff he's doing. Not it's not like his nose is like growing bigger and there's like progress stuff and he's slowly his body's slowly deteriorating or you know it, it's really not about that. Well, wow. it's far so so the story is not really about what he writes either because that gets all of about probably uh, at most 25 lines in the whole thing. Oh, wow. No, I, I think like absolutely his his whole speech at the end, everything he stands for. Well, and everything he writes for, for Roxanne. Yeah. Like he's well, the yeah, writing for Roxanne is, is, is not the cause of his problems. It's writing, right. what Jim was referring to was, I thought was his writing for the Gazette. Yeah, um, both. What causes the establishment to go after him? Holy, that's one thing, and then also that's not again. That's not main character. That's overall story. The writing, the, the writing for the Gazette stuff is is well, no, actually, uh, he's he's got the sword and he's got the pen. So it has nothing to do with the pen being mightier than the sword or the sword being mightier than the pen. He's just a skilled. Craftsman. Craftsman. Yeah. So maybe situ yeah, situation for main character just seems because he's stuck. He's stuck in that situation. He can't get out of it. And um I mean that and and that that causes the conflict. That's that situation is what it's it's not his okay, you said something um earlier about um his mother didn't want to look at him. So it's not an attitude. It's it's nothing. It's not what he he's not imagining that he has a problem. He does have a problem. So um, its situation seems the most logical to me. Anyway, um, he's he's um, he's manipulating, but he's the manipulation comes out of the situation, and that has more to do with other people than his own problem 
Yeah. So I, I have a question and this harks back to, um, and I'm not sure if this is the right level to ask the question. Um, at one time there was a, kind of a semi test where it said, where you said, if he, if you, if he moved between stories, he would take this problem with him. All right. And, mm -hmm. and, and if he moved between stories to a different story, he takes his nose with him and he takes the problems that his nose has. If he yeah. moves between stories, you actually have to set a new, a, a certain type of setting for his writings to cause the problems. Yeah, you know, the the obvious thing is, is is that he's in situation. I mean, that is the most obvious. Only because the other thing about him is his reputation. That he is basically an undefeated swordsman. There's nobody who's better than him, too. And that's another part of his situation that's the... Uh, um, that doesn't cause him a problem, but that definitely cause it causes prob problems for him because people don't want to don't want to attack him directly, which is why they run him over with a carriage as opposed to try to fight him, you know, try to fight him with a sword because that's man to man in a manly way, and mm. fate pulled the jest by having him die in the gutter. Right. He didn't die in the gutter, but he says uh, in his speech to Roxanne, he says, right. That's, that's the jest that 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 fate had on me. I don't get to die on in combat like a man. I'm paraphrasing um, or or sword to sword in, in duty and honor. Um, I get run down in the dark street. <laughs> exactly. Um, well, let's. So if we, I, I'm more inclined to have a situation be our main character than, than activity. Right. Um, I can, I can, yeah. Just because I think in terms of what Cyrano is dealing with, it certainly does, almost all of his personal conflict seems to come from his nose. Right. And it's kind of the it's kind of what's most remembered about about the play. Yeah. I mean, I, I understand, you know, this is a play and such, but um, I I'm inclined to go with with the situation. Um, and then the question is, where do we put it? If that is the case, I mean, because I think both. Roxanne, that that idea of perfect love or whatnot, you know, and and Christian, sort of having, you know, I I gotta, you know, I, well, he sort of sees himself as not not being, um, it's not worthy. He certainly feels worthy. He just doesn't feel like he's up to being the kind of person that she wants him to be. Um, But the overall story, I mean, it, the relationship to me really does feel like manipulation because it's, you know, it's all the, it's all the, 
you know, role playing and and um, mistaken identity kind of stuff. I mean, that's that's just sort of fits really well, right? There. Um, right. Now the the question is, it could also be the overall story because if you look at um, other people mistaking, you know, seeing him, seeing the this. Um, funny looking guy and thinking he's just a, you know, he's just an anybody. And then they getting into conflict with him because uh, he's, you know, they, they don't believe that he's could be as this kind of person that he is. Right. Um, I could see that uh, because, you know, it's not the the activities that happen in it are relatively minimal. Um, and they really seem to be mostly with, apart from, you know, just some physical activity in the story, but you look at that, that first scene and the whole first part of it is definitely seems to be more manipulative, more psych, more psychological conflict than it is physical conflict, except for the, the sword fight, the sword fight, you know, they throw right. that in. but even then uh, everything leading up to that sword fight is all sort of that psychological byplay. Yes. Um, and the conclusion with the girls with the grapes. Um, he's starving, um, but he's, 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 he's uh, you know, I'm only going to have this. I'm only going to have that. Um, and him treating her as though she's a lady and that right. having that effect on her. Right. We also can see manipulation in the overall uh, story in, in, in the, uh, um, it, when they're at the Battle of Arras um, with the Spanish, and and Count de Guiche says, "Oh, you know, I had to get rid of my 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 white sash, um, so that way I could escape my pursuers who would otherwise take me as an officer that I am." Um, and 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 we yes. and and we see Cyrano setting up de Guiche for for the reveal that, well, here's your white sash. Now you can yeah. use it again. <laughs> right. But the problem with using manipulation for the overall story is that what would you use for the relationship? Well, the relationship would be an activity. And so if you think of, you know, with the two of them, basically, it's always either writing letters or giving speeches or, you know, or um, uh, um you know right but but it's or, it, or not fighting <laughs> you know you have the first scene it's like okay i'm not gonna fight you um but what would be the outcome of of that activity i mean it would be obtaining right and uh, like because they would try obtaining well, roxanne's love for christian i'm not sure yet. we haven't really talked about the we haven't talked about whether it's right. Uh, oh, okay. Okay. No, no, it, it, you make a really good case for manipulation in the overall story, but it's, it, but it seems that there's so much manipulation in the relationship, but it is an activity. You're right. There's, there's activity. Well, see, the reason I'd say it seems to be a little bit more about, about in the relationship between Christian and Cerno is that it literally the things that Christian can't do? He he uh, he cannot. He can't speak. 
right. well, he can't, um, you know, he can't think on his feet. And, and he, he wants to do things that he shouldn't be doing. Like, you know, yeah, that's a good point. Like, right. I see what you're saying. Grab her and kiss yeah. her. And she's like, yeah, oh, right, right. Don't do that. You know, there's, <laughs> yeah. a, there's a kind of a lot of, you know, you need to hold back some of that activity because yeah. that's going to, that's not going to work. Okay. Um, yeah, that sounds good. Jim, are you at all on board with that? I know you, you're, uh, no, you're not. <laughs> no. No. Okay. I can see you. But I, I'm good. You can keep going. <laughs> you might as well just keep going and see where, where it turns out. All right. So let's just try this. Otherwise, we'll just not, not or just spin our wheels all day. All right. So the one thing I also do like about this, which I also liked about your yours, is that he's a start character because he definitely feels like a start character. Mm -hmm. um, and so th that's why. I'm not, you know, I, I'm, they both fit in that, in that arrangement that I'm, I'm pretty convinced he's a start character. He needs to wait. He's waiting for something to begin. Um, right. Definitely not, not waiting for something to stop. He's just trying to hold out long enough. All right. So in the domains, um, you were making an argument about impulsive responses, which would put playing role, how things are changing and doing. Um, I think that works really well uh, for, doesn't matter almost which domain you're talking about, because I think that the combination really, um, I think it works quite well, you know, for even with um, Christian, you know, his, his impulsive response and, and, and later on uh, uh, Roxanne, but Christian, you know, he just wants to jump in and go for the gold. Um, very, very impulsive, you know, picked, he picks a fight, you know, it's like, right. just, okay, I'm gonna find the biggest target and, and try to elicit a response. Right. Um, and then, you know, over the course of the story, he seems that seems to be pulled back and further and further to the point where he actually changes and and uh, um, so that that feels pretty good. I think for um, Cyrano being, I mean, for uh, Cyrano being progress, that one's a hard one for. Him. Mm -hmm. I, I will say that uh, I was really strongly, strongly tempted by repulsion and attraction for Cyrano. Um, <laughs> um, hmm. as, as, as themes and then prerequisites um, in, in, in um, works really well in preconditions for that. Um, it's, it's one of those things where I'm not sure that learning. You you mentioned learning earlier on, um, right? A, yeah, yeah. And I and I liked that um, because it was better than anything I came up with as far as learning itself. Um, but what yeah. would be conceiving an idea? Well, um, apart from the opening dialogue monologue, um, what would that? How how would conceiving an idea be the overall story goal? 
that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. No. Right, and, and and that's why I kind of backed off of repulsion and attraction, but. Um, I mean, it's very I, possible I, repulsion and attraction might pop up as a unique ability or a critical flaw. Well, that's true, that's true. So as far as 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 far as the MC being with in in evaluation of progress um, or how things are changing, um, it does seem that that that's a concern of his. Um, in 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 his well that that's his that's his that's his protag role protagonist role. Um, as as far as he does seem to be concerned about how things are moving along with with Roxanne or not moving along, so he goes from no hope to to worse than no hope. Um, <laughs> when when Christian comes along, to all of a sudden thinking, okay, now I yeah. I, I have an opening here, um, and 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 then actually taking over the lines. In, Wait, are in you talking the, about you're talking about conceiving an idea for the overall story concern? No, no, I'm, ta I'm talking about about uh, uh, Cyrano in evaluation, how things are changing, rather progress. Oh, oh, over oh, here. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's where I was talking about. So, so he does seem to have, that is a concern of his, um, and and we see him dealing with with threats from the exterior. We see him dealing with the fantasy that he takes is true, and maybe it was true, is that she could never love him um, with his nose um, and that he had no shot. Um, and and then the fact becomes that, that at the end, after all these life experiences, she could love him, um, but he's dying. Um, <laughs> um, security is only only kind of briefly referenced in that because he's a man who's who who stands his ground and 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 takes his stances he's not successful um he's not successful in in, in almost any way and and roxanne says she's worried about towards the end he's worried she's worried about his old age condition and the fact that he doesn't have any resources and we see at the start that he doesn't have very many resources and in fact has to give away his month's salary in order to to pay for the the theater closing down refunds um but he's an honorable man um and and so he is unsecure in the sense of the world oh been talking about insecurity actually yeah so yeah. i see all those there um as far as 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 far as him um in in playing a role but I, uh, again how do we see okay so playing a role how is that the goal being how does being a role a, 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 a goal story goal well all right, so so it's the interplay between be, between 
being successful, which requires playing a role. To get what you want, you have to play the role. And not playing the role, which is exemplified by our protagonist, um, and, and the consequences of, of not getting what you might otherwise desire um, because you're not willing to play the role. And, and we see that in the, in, in the, the Geish uh, uh, Cyrano um, counterpoints, one right after the other, where de Geish explains to Roxanne at looking back on things. Um, and up front, uh, um, we see we see that um, he really does want to play the role of of being Roxanne's lover, um, but he's not willing to sacrifice his honor or what he sees as his honor or his his sense of virtues for that. Um, and and um, we actually see that this this is a a failure story. So the goal is not achieved. What right, would it look just... like? What would it look like if he had succeeded? He would have been playing the role of a successful married husband. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but it's it. Yeah. Okay. This is not not gelling for me. Okay. I want to, uh, Jim, let, mm -hmm. me, let me let you try yours. I want to see what yours looks like. You were saying that the overall story concern was impulsive response. No, yes. Mm -hmm. All right. And then in skill? Or do you want to just stay up here for right oh, now? Oh, no. Okay, skill. All right. And then his problem is cause. Oh, that's the story engine. Okay. Oh, and I thought of something too while we were talking. What's that? If you think of the influence character as Christian, right? Maybe that other guy a little bit. Mm -hmm. The relationship's the love story. It's it's between him and um, Roxanne, and the fact that they're not together, and that they're using somebody else to put. There's somebody else in between them that is the go-between in their romance. If then you can see that issue of security coming up. Is it really isn't an emotional heartfelt? I don't think so. Between him and Christian, there's a practical sort of thing that they're doing together, right? But I think, you know, you look at the poster and it's like the greatest love story ever told. And we're right, not right, Roxanne. Right? Well, that's, so, that's true. But Roxanne isn't really a change character. No, but I mean, you can have, you know, you could have the obstacle character, or I'm sorry, influence character change, but they're not actually part of the relationship story. Oh, I see what you're saying. Right, right, right. Well, he is, but he's not right. But the the passion really exists between between her, but definitely Christian's the one that has the big change, right? Because he goes from like, yeah, yeah. Okay, so why don't you talk us through this then? 
Um, okay, so then as far as like the goal of impulsive responses, I think the idea is to keep to keep it all under wraps as much as he possibly can because of that love for Roxanne. And so that's like where all that drive is coming from. How does that involve everybody else in the story? Uh, well, it involves her because she's obviously a part of that too because she's the one suffering from the fact that people are trying to keep that down. Plus, she has her own impulsive responses towards Christian, thinking that he's the one that's actually writing that. Um, and then Christian himself, same thing. Um, he has to keep it down. You know, he he wants to run right up there and get together with her but they're they're fighting that out you know between the the two of them underneath the balcony and then all the other guys in the whole town well with the, the feathers and everything everybody's just like ready to go at it <laughs> like how dare you say that to me i will now fight you and then they're, they're fighting and and then they want to kill the, the baker guy who's like wait i'm just trying to get home everybody is so quick to be like offended that that's where all of the conflict is coming from and so then then the and so then that would be the concern but then the the goal of it is to try and keep that down as much as possible and he's doing it doing it, he even does it towards the very end she just happens to like put two and two together which is kind of also a change like if she goes from this hunch intuition as to oh this is my lover and then she's putting pieces together she's having the theory so she kind of does that as well in the same way that Christian's like, oh, you know what? Those two should be together. I'm going to go ahead and sacrifice myself and do this so that he can be there. So like they both do that change from like hunch to theory. But in the objective overall story, it doesn't get to theory. It's over to hunch, which is when she has that intuition that it was him and unravels his whole thing, right? Um. So... Can you talk about it sort of through line by through line? Uh, well, I hope I did the overall story because that was hard. <laughs> uh, the main character. Oh, no, because you're saying they went from theory to hunch, but the oh, theory is this. The solution. So it never came into play or it never right. came into play. But so then her intuition is what. It's a weird thing. So it's like objectively, her intuition is what unraveled trying to keep himself, you know, well, that's also hunch and theory are also in the influence character and relationship. So it's fine. It didn't, you know, not as I clearly just that one. But and then they both I think they both have that change where they put the ticket. So then for him personally, it's the sword fighting, the causing a ruckus. That's why I like cause to me. I think there's even a line in it that where it's like you're always causing that just really stood out to me like that was him always trying to force things to happen and i'm pretty sure his last speech was about i stood up for the things and i caused all these wonderful things to happen and whatever it is that he's going on about has something to do with cause or like somebody who's being driven by making a difference mm -hmm. and definitely his response like his part in the, the whole story is to test everybody and so then the whole story idea is like just keep but how is trust a symptom? Um, oh, I don't know. Well, what would be okay? I'm, or there's it's it, because it's both in the overall story and in the main character. Yeah. Um, well, I guess. Um, well, if everybody has all these confidence, if the problem is like, 
know, or people are not people aren't trustworthy. So yeah. you trust them. Right. They're not. Yeah. They're because they're manipulating or they're 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 creating they're they're, they're cre- developing a ruse to to. Right. Find. Yeah. There's so many people prove untrustworthy yeah. that yeah. you have to test them. Right. And that, so that we see fits. so we see examples of that where. Um, well, you see that clearly in the uh, the was it the cardinal and his his the folks around him the uh, the the uh, the other guy that wants to marry. Uh, the Geish. The Geish. Count the Geish. The, um, I mean, even to some extent, Roxanne's a bit untrustworthy, you know, and she, you know, she completely mis, she misreads or she. Right. That letter. So right. just so, just so I'm clear on, on the OS, when we're looking at symptom, this is what characters in their OS shoes, see as a problem outside of themselves. So a good example is the new guy asks his boss, how can I prove myself? You know, and so he says, well, you're going to need to sort of because people don't try, people don't trust right. him. He, he's, the new he's, guy. He, he's, he, yeah. He, so he you need to, you need, to prove, you, you need to test yourself on someone, you know, basically worth worthy of it, so that you can show, you know, show your metal. And that's why he tests the the braggart, the, the braggart who's telling the story. I mean, that's that's an example. Um, the the uh, in the um, the, the scene that you were talking about where, um, you know, uh, the, the, the um, captain or whatever he is, when they're out uh, fighting the Spanish, you know, and he's saying, oh, I don't, I can't, you know, I, I lost my white or I got rid of my white, thing. you know, he's clearly showing he's not trustworthy. And it's like, oh, okay, well, let's just see if he's going to, you know, how he's going to play this up and he and and the Cyrano tests him by saying well look i just found this you know is he going to you know what's he going to do how's he going to is he going to you know um so so just so just so that i i understand how that dynamic works um in because they're os characters as opposed to like an individual um Mm -hmm. in in this case we we would be looking at the protagonist seeing the captain de Guiche as as um, not being trustworthy, and so his response is to test him by providing the white sash again. Right, and it's not, and, and it's, it's he's not testing. He's testing his because he basically. He's the guy saying, trust me, trust me, trust me, you know, and he's, but it's a symptom. So it's seeing, being seen as a problem because, okay, let's just try a little test here. And, uh, you know. Right. And, but in this particular scene, it's only a problem for one person. I mean, it, it, so, so only one person sees the trustworthiness of the captain as a problem, which is right. a protagonist. But it, but it is a problem. I mean, because this right, right. But it's, so, so it's, it's, it's not. A generalized thing where where the whole company has to 
no, 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 no. Okay. It's a, you can right. have it any character do that. Um, it can be again sort of the same. It could be done by by anyone. Right. And so it's just it's just a a a mechanism. Right between trust and test that we need to see displayed one way or another in different by different casts in their OS capacity throughout the show. Until yes. We find, yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. It's basically, if you just think of it in, uh, more objectively, is that um, the problem appears to be the, pro the problem appears to be trust. Somehow, trust is problematic, and the response to that is to test it or to to test something. Um, try as a way to resolve the problem. You know, because if you've got something that says trust, that's untrustworthy, then you test it to make sure is it in fact trustworthy. You know, and if it isn't, then testing will reveal that. So another instance of that could be um, the De Guiche not trusting Roxanne's intentions towards him. So he tests it by sending the monk to say, "This guy's going to marry us, and I'll be right along to 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 make this happen." Um, and, and um, she fails the test. <laughs> a big time. Yes. <laughs> yes. That that would be an understatement. Okay. And, and yeah. And you know, and you've got catalyst of worry. I mean, I think that would be where you see her interpreting that, uh, seeing that letter. It's like, holy crap! I don't want to marry him. Uh, let's move things along really fast. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what the letter says, and I'm not letting anybody see it. <laughs> exactly. Um, and by the way, Father, there's going to be a big donation for you in this. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that moves it along fast. Um, okay. Uh, what did you have? What do you see as the benchmark, by the way? I mean, it has to be. It has innermost desires, right? Yeah. I mean, it's a love story. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and that's linear. Okay, so that's that that reads right to me. Okay. Yeah. So that I mean, having having it being innermost desires, that's that to me is where you get all of everybody's sort of lusting after Roxanne. And it's not the it's not the concern, but it is the way we evaluate how things are moving along in that in that through line. Um, you know, how many suitors are still remaining, so to speak. You know, and it took, took down to the end, you have just one. You know, she's in mourning and you know, off the market, so to speak, but that doesn't keep her last suitor from hanging out. Uh for 20 years. <laughs> um, okay. I, I do like that. It also means it's that, courtly love, for God's sake. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't think that's what he was looking for. Maybe, maybe what he got. That's right. That's what she was looking for. Exactly. Maybe a little Lancelot on the side. Um <laughs> okay, I can clearly see how with the main character of an issue of skill, I mean, he's got skill in spades but it's not doing him any good 
Uh, which well, is keeping him alive. <laughs> it's keeping him alive, but it's also not getting him what he wants personally. Right. right. But it also, yeah, it's, yeah. Um, it's unique ability is experience. It even has, he even talks about that at the end. Uh, gosh, what was it? But of course, critical flaw. This is this is a good place for his critical flaw of fantasy. Yeah. Where, you know, oh well, you know, I can make this this I can I can she'll love me for who I am and how I look. And mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, well, maybe, but it's just a little too late. It doesn't, it kind of doesn't quite work. Um so Let's what is you can talk about the influence character a bit, the through line, I mean, uh, psychology or manipulation, right? Isn't it so? It's Christian, right? And then maybe, yeah. maybe the, a little bit of Roxanne, yeah. And maybe the guy that was talking about the kind of you know, manipulating, playing the political game, the geese, count the geese. Oh, yeah, okay. there's a little right. bit, right? Um. So, yeah, I mean, the playing the role, like kind of playing along with it, doing what is expected, I guess. Well, if certain it, Christian ability. Is, he's playing the role of a lover, yeah. He's playing a role of a certain type of lover. He does right. not meet her qualifications. Right, right, right. That's what I'm saying. He doesn't have the ability to exactly. do it. Yeah. Right, yeah. Right, the ability, yeah. Um, hunch. Um, so his symptom, he thinks the problem is, or he keeps on, or what's what's trouble is he keeps on trying to sort of bring it to the um, the end point. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he's kind of going going for the gold right away, and that's causing him trouble. So it's kind of like, no, you have to look at this a little bit open ended. You know, it's right. Like, stop, yeah. stop rushing it. Right. Um, a unique ability of desire. I think in this case, it's being desired. Um, I mean, he certainly desires, but I don't think that's unique. I think it's the fact that he is the object of desire. Yes. And critical flaw of worth would be It's a, well, know. in this case, so so because it's a failure story, doesn't the unique ability interfere enough with the with the MC, the main character, and 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 so the critical flaw of the of the influence character does not come into nearly so much predominance. Well, he he's not he he's he the worth he's not. He, uh, he's not as worth as much as he seems to be worth to Roxanne. Or worth so, as he thinks he is. is yeah, or, or as she thinks he is. Uh, and if if she finds out how much he's actually worth, um, then that's it. That's all she wrote. Well, so it's a failure story, which means the unique ability is not successfully employed. So that the main character's okay. unique ability, which is the capability to sort of force the main character into a position of 
being able to affect the, the main story that's undermined by the influence character's critical flaw. Right. So I'd say um, probably one of those things where He's, Chris, you said you said undermined by the by the influence character's critical flaw. Did you mean undermined by the influence character's unique ability? No, the unique ability. So the influence character as a character is the one that's sort of forcing the main character to try. It's, it's, it is a pressure for the main character to change. This is right. a steadfast story, so he doesn't actually change. Oh. But, so that's what the main, that's what the influence character does it's that alternative perspective however and the unique main character unique ability is the quality that allows the main character to have the story and the success now the unique ability his critical flaw is going to undermine that and the unique ability of the influence character can can undermine that as well um so the two of them the Main character critical flaw and the overall and the influence character unique ability are the things that can basically overpower the main character unique ability. So um, the fact that he's the one that's so desired will, you know, have a have an effect on on uh, our main character. Oh, I see. Oh, yeah, that, that's that. Yeah, that makes a lot. I see that. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. And so the main and the benchmark for the main influence character is changing one's nature. And we see that he's yeah. over time. He actually does dies. Well, <laughs> no, he changes before he dies. Um, so, I mean, it's actually part of the nature of that thread that he changes. In addition to the fact that he actually also is a change character but it's it's sort of um thematically also about change you know about his ch process of change and we can see it um as a benchmark for how that is going and i the, and in that case in that instance i think you might see how um roxanne fits in a little bit there especially in the last act where christian is gone mm -hmm. um now what about the relationship uh through line want to read that uh, through again jim oh so if, i would say um the relationship is the love story so particularly between roxanne and cyrano they're cousins right and so he's known her for a long time right so they have that kind of thing and didn't they have some history where she gave him something? I might be confusing that with something else. Well, they, they grew up, they grew up together and they've always been really close friends. Yeah. And so But she's um, always seen him as a friend, not as anything more. Right? A relative. So, yeah. So there's a, a certain amount of protection in there and like keeping that relationship secure. Uh and those feelings there in that relationship are the, the hunch part of it. Uh, and I guess the expectations are, you know, this is what she expects out of you. I, oh, when he goes and he's all excited, puts the, 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 her assistant outside and then gets her into a place and he's all excited about like, that's a very relationship story moment. And she says, no, I'm in love with Christian. 
So then expectations are destroyed and they have to determine, okay, where do we stand here? Like going back and forth as to friends, romance, mm-hmm. friends, romance. And he's having, there is a relationship going on between them, but it's being used through, you know, they have a proxy that goes in between them that actually makes that possible because they, she is in love with him, right? Like she's in love, but she's in love with his words. And she makes that really clear at the end. It finally progresses to that place at the end when she's like, no, it has nothing to do with the way that he looks, even though he thinks that's what it's all about. Um, well, it's because she sort of says at the beginning how, how, how beautiful he is, how beautiful Christian is. Right. You know, mm-hmm. so he's like, what? <laughs> and, and, and like the threat, the threat is almost just Christian. <laughs> you know, he's the, the threatening aspect of that relationship that kind of pushes it, makes it, makes it grow. But then as well as, it, as, well as a threat to Christian too. And, and, that, and then, yeah. And then as they, start to become more and more enlightened as to what's going on. Or actually, no, I probably the lack of enlightenment kind of slows things down. Um, and then I guess the benchmark would be whether or not there's some kind of future, how long you can keep it going, all that kind of stuff. So Jim, just real quick, um, since uh, uh, we're using the, the Roxanne Cyrano for the relationship, you would give a title to this relationship or categorize it as? Oh, I, I would probably call it the love story or lovers or romantic. Because uh, he definitely, there's definite love between the two of them, even if she doesn't know who who's the one that's actually there. So I put love story slash triangle. Yeah. Yeah, because I think it's really important. It's it is a it's a triangle that's that's in there. Mm-hmm. Um, not all parties realize it's a triangle, which is specifically universe, which is specifically the situation. Right, right. You've right. got a, you've got a something that want, thinks it's a line that's really a triangle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got an extra dimension in there. What's going on with that? Oh, and all yeah, all the insecurities that go along with that. Yeah, I think, yeah, for security, it's definitely insecurity. Mm-hmm. And the okay. consequence of how things are changing. Well, so, go ahead. I would say things aren't changing, right? And the it's progressing. The more it progresses more towards Christian, the the harder it is for him to keep that down but then also that's it's a kind of a good thing too because she's she's happy so it's almost like a consequence that's already there um and just it's getting worse ish yeah um i mean from, i guess from his so so the whole third act is nothing's changing i mean for 20 years nothing has changed well, and, and, and we get we get a little a little bit of change at 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 the last minute, but but really, the consequence is no changes in his life. Um, there was a there was a moment of change when the handmaid came in, and did did she hint that um, rock? I don't know what did he have a moment of hope, a glimmer of hope, until he found out that she was in love with Christian. Christian. Oh, yeah, but I think I think um, Nick was talking about the end. So oh, in other words, you've got the you've got the last act turn, 
the fact that 20 years have passed is yeah. sort of irrelevant because we skipped all that time because nothing happened. <laughs> so, oh. so that that fourth act really. Oh, I see. I see. I, okay. Okay. Got it. Okay. Thank so you. The fourth act we pop in. Okay. And and the consequence since we don't since it's a failure story we don't end up with the, the goal is not successfully achieved so we end up with the consequence. Right. And it is, it's the. Um, yeah, I see what you mean by sort of like a, a lack of progress. Right. You know, where progress is sort of just dying. Well, and, and they can't progress because he's dead. <laughs> yeah, like, right. And ultimately, progress, progress is just sort of stopped. Yeah. Um, okay, well, I think this is a a good fit um i think it's you know it's one of these ones where the the obvious fit i still think there may be something there i'm not sure that this represents the original intent but it certainly represents what we saw yes you know well, i bet i bet the steve martin one does him in the universe i bet that is the difference I bet that's probably true. Yeah, my guess is it's probably more of a, a modern take on it. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, so where he's the uh, he's a the, he's the situation character. Yeah, I think that's probably correct, which would be more in line with why they changed that dynamic. Mm -hmm. Right, which is a cool it's a cool thing to see the difference because this is a hard one to watch nowadays because it's you know so. Well, yeah, it just there's there's a lot more storytelling than there is story. Yes. Yeah, it, it's a play. It's, it's a play on on, on screens. <laughs> well, right, and I think you know that, that's also a problem because a lot of plays they're it's all about the dialogue, right? Right, because they don't you know you can't do a lot of physical things so much you know, and and they're abbreviated because you don't have enough time and they can't. They don't have the conventions of right. showing time progress apart from just 20 years later, you know. Yeah. Um, That's why the screenplay gives us a lot of sword action. <laughs> no, yeah, absolutely. And then and then lots of scenes of dialogue. Right. Heavy, dialogue. heavy, heavy bits of dialogue. Heavy on dialogue. Yeah. Backed by music to, to let us know what the mood is that's happening. <laughs> <laughs> right. And for for being a it's sort of a story set in a war, that was probably the shortest sequence in the whole movie. You know, the whole war thing. It's like, okay, we're oh yeah, that's right. There's a war, wasn't there? <laughs> yes, sir. Um, okay. Well, thank you. All right. Thanks. I learned so much from you, gentlemen. That was it was great. Thanks. I, I, it's much clearer it? now. I can't wait to get back to my story forum. <laughs> well, I, hope, I hope we see you next month or oh yeah, month. absolutely. Absolutely. Fantastic. Thanks a million. This podcast was brought to you by Wright Brothers, creators of software for writers since 1982. Visit us at www.screenplay.com and www.dramatica.com